Welcome everybody to the Anthony Irwin Show. I'm Anthony Irwin. Here in a second, I'm going to be joined by Lonnie Walker. Lonnie Walker IV is going to be hopping on with us here. He is uh, with us on behalf of the NBPA uh, and specifically the 450 Gives program. We open up the show with a quick uh, discussion on that. Um, We get into all of your favorite topics, including wrapping paper, scratching our shins on jumping boxes. Oh, and I guess we talk about this this uh, this uh, current Lakers season and what he uh, did specifically to get ready for it and what he thinks might have gone into the successes that he has had thus far. So a uh, really fun conversation. Once again, shouts to Lonnie for coming on and and being really insightful, really uh, forthcoming with, with how the season has gone. So let's go ahead and stop my rambling and, and get to the fun stuff. He always seems to get involved, doesn't he? I'm telling you, too many coconuts have hit him right on top of the skull. Well, I think uh, Anthony will be a great acquisition. He can do it all. Avery, whose show is this? All right, we are joined now by Lonnie Walker IV. He is, uh, I would probably say, the bright spot of this Lakers season so far. Uh, he is uh, on here with us on behalf of 450 Gives and the NBPA. Uh, they are doing some incredible work heading into the holiday season. Uh, starting Black Friday, they're going to be uh, pulling up with the bus at the Crypto.com Arena. It's going to pop- be popping up all over the city. Um, in, in preparation for the holidays, they've partnered with all kinds of brands, some black owned businesses as well, uh, to, to, to help benefit there as well. Um, if you pull up to the bus, you'll just never know who you might see. Apparently Baron Davis is going to be there. Matt Barnes is going to be there. Um, uh, you know, Baron Davis is going to be dressed up as Santa, which <laughs> it sounds, <laughs> sounds like quite a bit of fun. Uh, Lonnie with, with, with this 450 gifts thing, I'm, I'm kind of curious if, if you, if you were growing up and 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 the 450 gives bus was was pulling up at, at, at your neighborhood, what what kind of thing would you be hoping to to get in that equation? Um, not much. Do you have a go to like holiday holiday gift? Uh, probably not hoping, but just I think as being a kid and being able to see something like this, it's already going to build a lot of excitement. Um, I would just be ecstatic just to be involved and in, and in, and for whatever is about to happen because you're going to be curious. Um, and I think being able to receive gifts um, and the things that they're doing, uh, I wish I was a kid and I had something like this to, to truly, you know, because this is something that, that's very genuine. Um, it's authentic um, and it's very inspirational. You know, this this means a lot for the kids growing up um, and, it's, and it also instills a lot in them. It says there's one of the things that they're doing here is wrapping with wrappers. Are you are you good at gift wrapping? I'm terrible. My wife I'm, has to do all of that stuff. <laughs> I am <laughs> I'm, absolutely I'm just... awful. My mother does <laughs> all of my presents. If I don't if I don't wrap my presents, you're gonna get you're gonna see what gifts I got you. Pretty much, you know, I'm not gonna wrap it. If my mom or grandma's not wrapping it. You're gonna see where it's from, what it's gonna be, and you're gonna have your name. You know, I'm a big fan of the hol- of the bag, the gift bag. You just throw it oh, in the yes. bag, and you throw some tin foil or some some yeah, tissue paper up top, so you and can hide it. Yeah, successful. That's a successful <laughs> present right there. Okay, you don't know what it is, and it still kind of gives you the same, you know, unwrapping the box type thing. I like it. I like it. I like how your your approach to to gift giving is it's kind of similar to your game, right? It's kind of like you know what you know you know you know what you're getting. Yeah. This is who I am. I'm just gonna you know. 
no, no shocks, no surprises. You know, you're going to see it. You're going to be excited. You're going to be ready and understand it and you're going to use it. You know, that's, that's fantastic. <laughs> so I'm kind of curious about your game and, and growing up. So you are a stellar athlete, like you just, just really easy athleticism. You just kind of pop off of the floor. And I'm kind of curious, like when was the first time that you recognized growing up that you were a special kind of athlete? Like, were you, were you dunking in third grade? Like, was there, <laughs> was it, how, how was that? What was that like for you growing up? And, and when you recognized, oh my goodness, this, this is, I'm, I, I jump higher than most of the kids around me. Um, I mean, my dad was very on top of me as far as practicing, you know, mm -hmm. um, after school, I would read for an hour, write for an hour. And then I would head to whether it was football or basketball practice and, Nine times out of 10, once I was done with the practice, he used to make me do like 300, 400 box jumps and a whole bunch of calf raises afterwards. Mm -hmm. And I used to hate it. And I'm like, man, I can't stand this. He'd be like, one of these days, you're going you're gonna to thank me later like some guru dude. And uh, <laughs> I would say the beginning of the summer of going into sixth grade was when I got my first dunk. And nice. you know, I came back and I was like, I dunked the ball. He was like, I told you. My I, to I told you. you know? <laughs> yeah. So it was. Did it you was say like you're welcome? <laughs> time. I didn't. I was just like, yeah, whatever. This was going to happen. But um, I would say I was always naturally gifted and athletic. Um, you know, I wasn't never, you know, my father never taught me how to throw and catch. It was kind of just like a, like mm -hmm. I knew how to do it immediately. So um, I would say my pops just, he instilled a, a, a very harsh work ethic to me at a, such a young age. Not harsh, mm -hmm. but a, a work yeah. ethic at such a young age that commitment, you know, a commitment to get to what I am now. Did you, when you were doing those box jumps, did you ever, I, I used to have to do them too. And obviously you doing them probably looked very different from me doing them. But <laughs> did you ever, did you ever like catch the, the edge of the box and, and, and skin up your oh, shins and, and, and stuff and like that? Shin? I actually That's have, the worst. I actually have one on my left foot of me skinning my shin. Oh. I said, I used to do these box jumps at one of my favorite parks called Bear Park. And um, it wasn't necessarily a box. It was actually just complete concrete of a whole bunch of rocks. And it was like a square <laughs> shape. And I would jump yeah. on top of it. And probably like 20 minutes into doing these box jumps, I'm tired. I don't care anymore. And I start cheating a little bit, kind of like jumping, but only getting my toes on it. Yeah. And oh, finally man. slipped off. And I just straight cheese grinded my whole skin and came off off my shin it was one of the worst pains i've ever had it's it's the worst it's the worst and then like you just like you bleed into your sock you can't use those socks anymore no, it's just it that's the there. worst you yeah know, you take a shower it burns you lay you put covers on top of it it hurts you, anything you do it's gonna hurt yeah. for the next week or so oh that shower that's a good point <laughs> that's a good that that shower is the worst yeah absolutely. the, the absolute worst Oh man. All right. So the, the getting ready, you know, you, you spent some time with the Spurs, obviously you spent a few years there and, and you're, and you're getting ready to play with the Lakers. You're having a phenomenal season so far. And I'm kind of curious, did you do anything specific to get ready for this role that would lead you to the success that you've had so far individually? Um, yes and no. Um, I think this is the first time where I have the opportunity to, to, to play my game. Um, you know, playing freely, you know, doing mm. playing by my strengths and, um, you know, allowing to to play through those mistakes. Um, Coach Sham has done a well, a great job of just, you know, building a relationship with myself and, and building up my confidence to knowing like you're you're special. You know, you got what it takes. 
to be dominant offensively and defensively. And um, I've taken that challenge defensively to try and be the best I can. Is there, I want to come back to the defense here in a second, but playing with that level of confidence, I mean, this, you're playing with LeBron, right? Obviously you probably, mm -hmm. you, you grew up watching LeBron. I yeah. think you've mentioned in the past that you were really looking forward to play with Russell, playing with Russell Westbrook, mm -hmm. um, playing with confidence alongside two of your heroes growing up and in, in the sport of basketball, mm -hmm. where did that come from? Um, I've or do they make it easy? Cause they're like, yeah, we'll, we'll make the game easy for you. A little bit of both for sure. You know, okay. going, going onto this team, when you have players like Anthony Davis, LeBron and Russ, uh, the defense tends to focus on them three a lot more than everyone else. You know, mm -hmm. Anthony Davis, you have to put two players on him. LeBron, you have to sometimes double him. Russ, you you know, you got to be honing in on what he's doing. So when you have three players and they so much gravity is focused on them, you know, you have easy catch and shoot shots, cut into the rim, easy buckets, transition layups, um, because you're playing with such high caliber players. So you add that of easy shot taking, easy, easy points, with playing with confidence, it only elevates your game a lot more, especially when all three of them are telling you to be aggressive, to play your game. You know, um, there was a time where I had a mid-range pull-up and I passed it. Mm. And Russ, you know, Russ cursed me out after, you know, during, during the yeah. timeout call. Like, yo, you don't do that. I pass the ball. You shoot. Okay. <laughs> go, Stop passing the ball. And I was like, dang, yeah. like, okay. You know, you know that, that was something that made me want to be more aggressive. You know, you know having players that are allowing you to play with your instincts, to play with your, your strengths is a blessing. But to have future Hall of Famers also saying, yo, you got what it takes to, to do this, that, and the third, um, it for sure notches, takes it up to a whole nother notch. Yeah, it's it's been it's been really fun to watch you kind of, you know, and, and I really liked your game in San Antonio, but watching you kind of come into your own here in this situation has been, has been something to watch. I want to mm -hmm. talk really quick about Russ, though. He's moved off of the bench and... What is that like you watching that take place? What has that been like watching that transition as, as he's kind of sacrificing and, and doing what he can to hopefully allow the Lakers to to kind of take that next step and get the season going? Um, It just shows, you know, what type of person and player Russ is. He's not mm -hmm. an egotistic guy. The, you know, the world doesn't evolve around him. Um, he's one of the most genuine down-to-earth people I've ever met in my life. Um, and to see the the amount of harshness that he's gone through as far as social media this last year and even this year, um, he came to he comes to practice with great energy. He comes mm -hmm. to practice ready to work. Um, and it just show it just goes to show, you know, just his character and what type of player he is. And um, that's something that I, I have learned within myself is, you know, um, I'm here to do whatever it takes for my team to win. And Russ is one of the first leaders to show that. You know, that's a future Hall of Famer. He, you know, you would be confused as to why he's going onto the bench or why he, he's saying, yes, yeah. I'll be a six man, you know. And for him to take that role and elevate it to a whole nother level and create a whole new identity speaks, you know, incredible volume. And for us, you know, for us to see that, it's like, dang, all right, well, we got to do what it takes. It's not all about doing this and that. You know, we all, as a collective group, we all got to take what it is to win. You know, we all got to sacrifice, whether it's, it's, it's diving on the ball or doing the dirty work because our leaders are doing it. Is it, you know, the, the season that you've had so far this year, obviously I, I consider you so far to be, you know, second or third best player that, that I've been watching consistently on this team. Um, has, has that lack of team success 
kind of taken from it or does it kind of make you want to work that much harder to 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 get this thing going i mean yeah it only makes you want to work harder i think this is a blessing in disguise as far as you know putting us through the ringer letting us um grow through to see what we really have to hone in in order for us to win um you know we, we still got 70 plus games left so this is just a situation of a new a new team and growing and mm -hmm. if we're willing to grow and accept what we have to do um, because overall, I feel like our team is, is, is pretty good, you know, and we had a couple injuries here and there. Um, we're missing a, even a couple other key pieces, such as Dennis Shoulder and Thomas Bryant, who are, you know, fantastic. Mm -hmm. So um, it's all about just building blocks, you know, putting the puzzle together so we get that beautiful picture. Is is the, the amount of noise, obviously, you come from the Spurs, it's a smaller market, you come mm -hmm. to L.A. and the amount of media scrutiny i would imagine turned up the volume to 11. Mm -hmm. um is is has that been taking some getting used to and and how are you handling the amount of you know trade rumors and and trade speculation how are you staying positive through through this kind of experience i mean you gotta realize you can you can only control what you can control mm -hmm. everything else is in god's hands so um i'm a ball player i'm not here to write about the news i'm not a gm I'm, i play ball so um, I'm here. So you shoot and then I do the shoot. I, I do the, it's kind of like you and Absolutely. Russ, right? You, you know, shoot and then I'll do the typing. <laughs> yeah, you know, so I, I come here, I do my work, I go home, I come back later on tonight, get some more shots, but I'm just focused on basketball and winning. So anything that's outside of basketball and whatnot, that's out of my responsibility and it's out of my control, nor should I let it reflect or deflect onto myself, you know? So um, I try my best not to... To, to read into all of it on, and get into all of that extra stuff because it's just unnecessary energy that you're putting on within yourself. So mm -hmm. um, I'm just a ball player, baby. <laughs> I'm here to hoop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here to get wins, and, and that's it. And I, I want to make it to the playoffs and hopefully, you know, get, get a ring one of these years, if not this year. Uh, I want to talk really quickly about the defense. You mentioned your focus on defense and, you know, at, at this kind of stage of your career, we've seen you, you know, we've seen you develop with the Spurs. Mm -hmm. We've seen you put up individual numbers even so far this season. Um, the, but you have, I think, kind of focused quite a bit more, I, I would say, yeah. on the team I'm concept like a, of defense. I'm not like a B right now. You know, yeah, there's you, some things that I can, I could still tidy up and get better on, but, uh, it is my first time really trying to hone in as far as being a two-way player. And being mm -hmm. a two-way player, there's not many of them in this league. It's pretty hard, you know, being able to play both sides of the court. Because, Especially at that position. That po yeah. like, that's brutal night in, night out. Yeah, you're guarding the top guards. You're, you got to fight over screens consistently. Then you got to have the condition and, and mental fortitude on the offensive end of shooting great shots and locking in and locking on on, on making the, the, the right plays and whatnot. So... Um, it's been a new experience, but it's been one of my best ones. And I think it's only, I'm only going to get, continue to get better and more conditioned. And as I get more conditioned with it, uh, that defensive game will only get better and better. Well, thank you very much, Lonnie, for, for hopping on with us. Uh, we have about a minute or so left here to go again. He's here on behalf of the NBPA. He is here on behalf of the program that they have right now, the 450 gives program mm -hmm. where the, uh, 450 gives bus is going to be parked outside the crypto.com arena with all kinds of programs and giveaways and samples and partnerships with some really cool businesses out there. Um, we are heading into the holidays. Does the, do the Lakers do like a secret Santa? Is there like a, a you know, is there like a white elephant? Are you a white elephant gift stealer? 
I am. You're focusing on defense. Does that carry off the court too? Yes, I have to. I have to make <laughs> make sure it carries off the court. Still, as much things as I, as I can. Um, you know, I'm, I've been trying to tell everyone. Anthony Davis right now is seven for nineteen while I'm guarding him. So, um, if the people want to start reminding him, okay, that would be nice too. You know. <laughs> I will. I will. I'll aggregate that specifically. Lonnie Walker is putting the clamps on Anthony Davis. Fantastic. Let it be known. Let it be known. <laughs> well, thank you very much, Lonnie, for hopping on with us. Best of luck on the rest of the season, man. I, I can't wait to keep watching you play. Yes, sir. Thank you so much. All right. That was Lonnie Walker of uh, the, <laughs> the Lakers. Uh, I don't know why I'm saying you, if you're listening to this, you know who Lonnie Walker is. Uh, but thank you very much to Lonnie for hopping on with us. Thank you to the NBPA for helping put this together. Um, as far as content for the rest of the night, there's going to be a lowdown here in uh, a little bit as it'll air at his normal time. Um, and then that'll take us on into tomorrow when Aaron and I will hop on the hook. Uh, which is going to be, as it has been the last few weeks, live. So check that out at Silver Schooner Rolls' Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube page. Um, also, if while you're there I, at YouTube, check out any of the shows that um, we do live or that I've done interviews with. So the Meta World Peace interview is there on YouTube. And then uh, this interview, this this conversation we just had, is also going to be on, on YouTube as well. So we're going to be filling... That with some live stuff, obviously the pressure cooker and all of that, and then some of our other shows is going to be heading over there as well. Um, so if you want to see uh, my fat face, you can see it on YouTube. Just hit that subscribe button and and like because I you know I I need that that injection of dopamine. Um, all right, that's going to do it here for this episode of the Anthony Irwin Show. Thank you very much again to Lonnie. Thank you again to the NBPA. We'll talk to you guys next week.